Ladies and gentlemen, ATDF everything in that shelf presentation. You're now rocking with TDF everything. Spoiled rotten. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. It's me, Daniel. And this is Ban. On Spoiled Rotten. On that shelf. Boom. Now, uh, if you're listening to this when it comes out, this is the second episode of the week. Uh, because of Spider-Man, we are, we're just going to put this out in the same week as our episode four review. That's how much uh, we care about you. Mm-hmm. And how much we care about this show, Hawkeye. This is episode five, Ronan. <laughs> uh yeah let's get into it so (laughs) it starts with yelena and she's off i'm assuming somewhere in the states i don't know i thought it didn't look like the states but then everyone was american so she's off yeah and it looks like she's gonna free a widow also spoilers if you haven't watched black widow but they've got a thing where if you spray it you can undo the mind control on a black widow it's like a powderized crystal or something like that yeah it's an antidote so, they call it yeah so natasha doesn't need that because she was just indoctrin- indoctrinated uh versus elena and that generation where they were legitimately like mind controlled into yes. doing what they were doing mm-hmm. uh so that's what's going on in that scene uh and they find out nope that woman is kind of like natasha she was just she didn't need to be undone or maybe she just didn't need to be undone she was just operating the way we see Yelena in present day. Operating. Maybe because I remember Natasha having to dramatically break her nose in order to get free of that. Maybe she figured no, out the same thing. Else. That was oh, the, oh right. The, hor- the, for- the hormones was, the, was to protect him. That's you. for yeah. anybody. Yeah. That's like, I won't hurt you. That's my ultimate safe. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Um, that, I'm confusing <laughs> uh, two things. Uh, yeah. But so she, it, it's not important why she didn't need it. it the important thing is she didn't need it. And so then it's kind of this, uh, for me, funny moment of like, oh, okay, why did you come then? And they're thinking, like, <laughs> you must be enslaved with like some like mm-hmm. fat, rich, like terrible person. And she's like, no, like mm-hmm. I make the money. I, yeah. I, br- I bring in the money by doing hits. Mm. Um, and I will have to, I have to say this did surprise me. I did not see this coming, even though they clearly stated it was two, 2018. When mm-hmm. Elena goes to the bathroom to wash her hands, she blips. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, did not see that coming. My thing is the moment I saw 2018 now, because 2018 is so ingrained in my mind. I'm like, how many times are we going to relive this blip? Um, uh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's relevant to the storytelling here. It's very, very relevant. And I think it's going to be relevant for a while, but we just relive, we relive the blip again. And I'm like, this is one of the cooler ways to do it because I, I like the idea of them um, blipping and then rematerializing really, really fast as opposed to, and then having that quick effect of like, Oh, the, the scenes, uh, the, the time has changed. The five years have gone by and all that. Kind of, mm-hmm. That was really cool. That effect. Uh, so yeah, she comes back. Her friend is now married, has adopted, and gives her the details. Like you, you get in, they hire you. You can kill. Like it's it's a good gig if you can get it, which yeah. she can't because she's got the skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
I think that's all that's and that important we're... other than yeah, like that's how, that's clearly how she gets connected with Val and correct the plot line. Yeah, and we're uh, led to believe that. I, I will say at this point, um, for the audience, it's at this point they decide to cut to the previously on Hawkeye section. Which yeah, I was I... going to skip over that for time. Yeah, I just didn't appreciate that. I was no, just I don't like, like it. this is stupid. Yeah. I didn't like it, but but that's all I, I needed to yeah. say about that. Yeah. <laughs> it was jarring and I didn't like it. Uh anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. So they Kate comes home to Eleanor after the fight on the roof. Mm-hmm. And basically what I liked about her performance is it's her basically saying everything her mom wants to hear. So her mom is yes. hearing you know he protected me he told mm-hmm. me to go away mm-hmm. he told me to never come around again and you could see that it's killing her but obviously that's like she's not even saying it in a petulant way like i can't believe this it was just like she's genuinely hurt by this and she's just like yeah no, this is this is what happened uh, mm-hmm. and i again i i like Haley steinfeld's uh performance in this, it's wonderful here in this it's scene. wonderful yeah i've liked her the whole time but i especially liked this scene i uh, entirely agree her. I entirely agree. She is very much Kate Bishop to me. Um, having known Kate Bishop from the video games and yeah. the little bit of comics, she, she's got that um, character uh, down packed, I think. And so, yeah, she's doing her job. And then it kind of mm-hmm. jumps to the bedroom where the ma- Eleanor is fixing her wounds. And she's like, mm-hmm. does Clint think you're a superhero? Again, more of what the mom obviously wants to hear, but you can just feel how crushing it is for Kate to be like, no, he doesn't. And I don't think I'm one either. And mm-hmm. the rest of the scene kind of seems like it's Kate reckoning with her limitations, mm-hmm. uh, which would have been a good thing for the whole show to explore, <laughs> like yeah. the limitations. But uh, anyway, it's it's strong in this episode, so I like it. I I I, I really liked all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. The only thing I noticed that was um, interesting about it, and maybe I'm reading too much into it, but. I noticed Eleanor puts the bandaid on the wrong way. Like, obviously, she wouldn't know what Hawkeye knows, but Hawkeye told Kate how to actually put on a bandaid over a cut so that it heals mm. properly. Correct. And so I was, I was kind of looking at how she's talking to Kate about, like, yeah, it's fine. You know, people just take different paths and like how that is a metaphorical band aid for the issue Kate has. Mm. She's also putting on a very real band aid in the mm-hmm. wrong way, which won't, will be as effective as what. Eleanor is saying so I I thought yep. they were they did a nice pairing there visually and uh through dialogue of yeah I really like that you picked yeah. up on that I really really did I didn't see that visual cue I read more into the dialogue of the scene or just what the scene was giving off and the idea of like this is Kate constantly being told her whole life you're not old enough you're not good enough you're not this you're not this you're not mm-hmm. this and then being in her childhood bedroom being nursed back to health by her mother quite literally mm-hmm. on her bed and just being like this is the full acceptance of all those messages and it it, it the sense of defeat is very heavy in, mm-hmm. in how she's playing everything and i think it's wonderful delivery obviously we know as an audience that it can't possibly be the end of kate bishop but she still sells it very very well i feel in this scene right. from an acting down. standpoint she's yes been knocked down uh, yeah that for the moment obviously it doesn't even last for the whole episode but in that moment Mm -hmm. she feels like yeah this is it yeah Uh, so i like that and then kate tells eleanor basically like look we looked into jack he's the ceo of this 
uh, Sloan Limited play. So you got to look mm-hmm. into that. Just promise you may look into that. Mm-hmm. I feel like in that moment, that is Kate just kind of being like, well, yeah, this is this is done. All I can tell you is what we found out so far. And please I agree. just look mm-hmm. into this. Yeah, I agree. And, I'd be like, that's that is her actually giving up. It's like, yeah, we, we have nothing to withhold from you anymore or no reason yeah. to withhold any of this information. So here it is. We we got it. You please. I, I like that. She says, just please promise me mm-hmm. you'll look into it as opposed to please promise me you won't marry him or something like that. You know what I mean? Or, or, yeah, I think or like, just let me fi- finish this piece or anything like anything. It mm-hmm. was just like, look, here's the information. Please just look into it. Yeah. And I, I think the actress name is Vera Farmiga, Farmiga not Farmaja, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, Eleanor's performance in this, I thought was also good because I genuinely couldn't tell what, she was thinking under the surface like i i i believe she cares about kate but i don't know like mm-hmm. what calculations she's making or anything i thought she played it really well where it was just, it seemed like just straight up yeah she's taking care of her daughter i agree in it, it in that sense she didn't have any facial visible reaction she was playing the whole scene from that motherly standpoint but gathering yeah. everything from a very espionage standpoint right there, it's all the identities of like, oh, you're at your weakest right now. You're, you're divulging everything. Let me get more out of you. Let me mm-hmm. guide this conversation towards getting this stuff that I want to get or for someone else or, you know, for myself or whatever it might right. be. But this gets played up very, very well. I do love this scene quite a bit. It's just from the visual cues of her first arrows to her awards to her just being like, I I got all those, but I'm not good enough to be an Avenger, you know? Yeah. It works on a lot of different levels. Uh, so then the next scene is Kazi talking to Maya and basically being like, hey, you don't have to pretend this doesn't hurt and mm-hmm. uh, just trying to get her to open up. Um, mm-hmm. And I think ultimately what they land on is like, look, because she was like, oh, there was someone else there. And he's like, yeah, this is getting a bit too much. Like, I and I, I would imagine it's him thinking about what Clint said in the last episode of like, yep. yeah, like we're bringing a lot of attention now. So I will help you kill Ronan, but we need to be done after this because th- this is clearly not the way we should mm-hmm. be operating. Yep. His uh, hard boundary, that discussion to me was really, really well done. I, it, it was awesome. I loved yeah. it. It, it because it's it's very interesting because it's like a brotherly sisterly relationship that they have right like the mirror image of like he's nursing her to health too the same way kate's being nursed back to health um by someone that they deeply trust and you know since they were whole, their whole lives basically mm-hmm. um and, in this situation it's ir- the irony is that both those female characters fully trust uh, well, I mean, both those characters, like Maya and Kate, both fully trust the mom and Kazi, but neither, like, they're both being manipulated behind the scenes, which is I, I don't one think out Maya, of love. And I don't think Maya fully trusts Kazi in that scene. I think that's the point mm. of the scene is that he is feeling like she's got her guard up and that he's on the outs of what is happening mm. versus Kate, who's able to just give lay it all on the line for eleanor and tell her everything we know for a fact kate is telling not even a version of the truth she's just telling the truth she's Mm. saying exactly what's happening whereas maya is definitely guarded that's specifically why he's saying hey stop acting like this doesn't hurt and then her just kind of letting him lead the whole like well okay Mm -hmm. so i'll i'll help you and then that's that but she doesn't really give up 
information other than there was someone else there no and i can't remember if this is the conversation with Kazi where she's trying to be like hey that night and get no, information that's later that's later okay yeah so we'll, we'll get there uh so this is what i'm about to explain is my favorite scene probably of the series but it's yelena being in kate's apartment and the yes. little macaroni showdown i feel like this is what i've been missing from this season as a consistent thing because as i said earlier on i like the back and forth with jack and uh kate i loved echoes like first bit um but basically that the the idea that there is an antagonist in the room but they don't have to like be twirling a mustache like they i mean i guess elena is kind of twirling a mustache but it is it's more of like a back and forth and like Mm -hmm. you're actually seeing them deal with the bad guy instead of talking about the bad guy or talking about yeah i i just really appreciated that they got into it throughout mm-hmm. this scene um i like yeah florence Pugh is yelena uh, is great everything mm-hmm. i liked about her from the black widow movie is present in this mm-hmm. scene like just the way she laughs off stuff kate bishop says or the way she keeps saying kate bishop and i like that <laughs> even when kate was like are you just saying that to prove it and she's like yes and it's it doesn't phase her at all she's like yes that's, that is what happens. That's entirely why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think what we talked about last episode about Yelena needing to know from Clint what happened. I mean, this is her roundabout way of doing it because like she is asking mm-hmm. Kate, like, look, why are you risking your life for this guy? And I think she has made up her mind that he's a bad guy, but obviously she's looking for information. Like she's not mm-hmm. willing to just trust that idea that he's bad. Yeah, I, I think with everything that Yelena's been through, and I agree, this scene was by far my favorite scene so far of the entire series because this is just such a jarring scene in so many different levels because you're watching Yelena disarm Kate every single way possible, right? It's hilarious um, to the degree where, like, I'm going to catch the thing that you throw at me. I'm going to be like, and yeah, the way she you're... says hi after, like, yeah. Hi. I think they're going back and forth. It's not as obvious, but I do, and Mm -hmm. that's why I like Florence Pugh's performance. But Mm -hmm. obviously, there's things that Kate says in this that actually makes Elena have to pause and be like, "All right, let me reassess." Of course, like the evaluation of Clint, and this is to me why I feel like the show is about accountability. Right? If we're thinking of this show as like. this is like oh the trial of clint or something like that the debate or like you know how marvel does these really really good things like they did it really well in civil war where they're like okay we're gonna debate the stance and everyone's gonna have a standpoint and all this kind of stuff they did it here very very well it's just about one topic which is why we're we're, it it feels like we're spending so much time and it moves so slowly but you want to be there in the moment and that's the point like the the whole back and forth in that conversation you want to be in that moment you want everything to slow down i even think at some point there's no music or anything like that it's just dialogue right and it's it's great um because you're right i don't think florence Pugh full uh, or, or yelena fully understands or trusts anything after her events as black widow but also the five-year blip thing mm-hmm. and then she's working for I, and I, I, I'm never going to be Vanessa Contessa Val. Val. Let's say Val, yeah. just Val. Um, and obviously, I don't think Yelena fully trusts Val. So it's just like, okay, Yelena now hearing a little bit of inf- information about her sister, 
And that first reaction after coming back from the bathroom is like, where's Natasha? I, I have to let her know I'm safe and all that kind of stuff. And we're like, oh, crap. Right. Um, it's Well, it's that's where really, it cuts. It cuts yeah. when obviously she gets the news while Natasha's yeah. dead. But I, uh, that's you've kind mm-hmm. of like brought up to a good point of this mm-hmm. is kind of where the direction of the conversation goes, where she's kind of like, yeah, why do you protect him? And then she talks mm-hmm. about how Clint saved the world. And she's like, no. My, yes, my sister Natasha did. And mm-hmm. I like that resentment of like, well, now the narrative is that this guy did it. And I'm not saying about men versus women. It's just this guy who she believes will get into that little killed her sister mm-hmm. gets to be the hero when uh, I'm also not sure how she knows this for a fact. But uh, we as the audience know that Natasha is a big part of saving the world like that was, mm-hmm. as we said last episode, she was the one pushing for everything like looking for a way to fix things during the blip um after thanos said he destroyed the jet like that was her leading the charge it was Mm -hmm. her sacrifice she made so yeah we as the audience know that yelena's right that like well i mean they're both right but Mm -hmm. that yelena you would feel yelena's like um anger at it being framed as clint saved the world a hundred percent, especially if it, when it's being sold to her that this is the person responsible for your sister's death. It's just like yeah. you get to be a everyone sees you as a hero, but I see like, but this is my truth. But no one is going to care about my truth the way I'm going to care about it. Right. You know what I, I mean? It, it, you feel yeah. that hurt, and it's personal. And yeah, it, and and Kate being on the side of everyone else, being like, but he saved the world, and and. Yelena kind of being like, well, is it that heroic when you live in the world? Like when you're doing it for yourself too at the same time, like basically bringing up a lot of different arguments against Clint, which I really, really appreciate because she's right. There's a lot of blood behind. He, like we said in the last episode of this, uh, of episode, uh, the last episode, he just decided to be judge, jury, and executioner as Ronan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would argue as Hawkeye, but yeah. Um I think as well as Hawkeye, yes. Yeah. I think one thing I have to say is I was wrong. I I haven't gone back to look, but apparently Elena does know he was Ronan because that's the picture she was shown. I didn't remember it that way, but apparently that is the case that yeah. Elena saw. I again I'm not quite sure where the I know where they're going with it. I don't know why we as an audience are in the dark about how certain people know certain things like i buy that val is like oh he was ronin because they could have footage they could do it but like i don't know how they know what happened on vormir like that doesn't seem like information that anyone could talk about but clint exactly i so i don't know that and i don't know how she knows what natasha did uh i mean i guess the avengers could have talked about it but it just seems like we're in this weird spot as an audience of like I guess we just have to trust that this was explained because mm. they've set up Vala's. She could just know things fair enough, mm-hmm. but like every, there's been a bunch of other people throughout these series where they say things about what happened uh, a on Vormir or just during mm-hmm. like the fight in infinity war where I'm like, would you know that? Like, is that something, is that a detail that you know? And I don't want to get too hung up on it, but it is kind of just like, this is where this kind of gets muddy for me because I want it to be that you see both women's points, but I'm kind of mm. like, but how does Yelena know? Like, where is she coming from on knowing this as, as opposed mm-hmm. to, cause they're already setting up the idea that Val sold her a lie. So mm-hmm. like, it's hard for me then to like 
operate knowing that like not knowing if all of her information is from Val or if uh, she knows some stuff for herself but has this extra layer from Val Mm -hmm. just hard that's that's the only thing I would say is that it's kind of hard because I don't know where people are getting their information from and it doesn't matter so much as in scenes like this where we know what Kate's talking about yes she has to admit I've only known him for a week but we've seen (laughs) how she feels about him based on when she saw him and now that she's worked with him yeah and she's got a freaking poster of him in her room yeah, well she uh, already yeah. idolized him but what i'm saying yeah. is now she's actually spent a week with him mm-hmm. and yeah, knows. The, the real clinton got she, the bond. well she sees the good she, she's seen when he's talking to his kid on the phone or like she's seen that aspect of it too so it's he is even more humanized and ingratiated to her so we get that yeah. the um, vulnerable side of clint for sure 100 yeah, but we don't but like since Yelena was gone for the events of Infinity War and Endgame, obviously, because mm-hmm. she blipped. It's like, well, then what is she working off of? So here's my ultimate question is this. Does Val even know the truth? Does anyone really even know the truth but Hawkeye? And to that degree, it's one of those things where two people go, one person comes back. You can conclude anything you want. You could spin the move. You could spin the yeah, narrative no, any way you want. That. You could do that, yeah. right? And I think that's all she's really doing. But the question to me is, why would Val do that? Why make it personal? Because here's the biggest thing: if this oh, is she's a making retcon, it personal because she got a call to be like kill Clint, and then she can be like, "Hey, this sure. is the guy that killed your sister." Okay. But sure. But at that point, why make it personal? It's already business. And the thing is, who put up the hit? If you know that you're taking her to do something with someone who hasn't already like could be like, hey, I knew your sister. Because when he hears her name later, he already knows who she is. Oh, you mean like a Martha moment? I mean, what I'm saying is she's trying to avoid a Martha moment. If that if that's how you want (laughs) to. Yes. She's saying like, no, this is the guy who killed your sister. So it doesn't even matter that I'm paying you. Right. Just be you should just be down to do this right now by guaranteeing the, okay. I I can see where you're coming from there, but the interesting thing to me is this, and maybe we have to talk about this. Yeah. We'll talk about this toward the end of the episode. We will. Yeah. Um, Because I, yeah, there's a big point I have to share and I I just know that we want to get through the format and uh, the the episode in chronological order. So let's just go do that. Let's go for it. Mm -hmm. Um, so basically, yeah, she they go in back and forth. What we talked about is Clint a good person? Um, mm-hmm. And she's like, well, he was an Avenger. And she's like, how come being an Avenger excuses? These aren't the exact words, but it's kind of, her point was, so what if he was an Avenger? Does that excuse every bad thing he's ever done? Just right. He's an Avenger. Mm-hmm. Again, a good idea that could have been explored, but I didn't really. Mm-hmm. um it's it lives in this moment and that's probably why it's my favorite scene but i wish mm-hmm. this, it was i wish things in this scene were a bit more focused on mm-hmm. um throughout but, the season but yeah so she does that and then kate i guess the final thing that kate says that gets again i don't think this is a th- obvious thing but i feel like causes Elena to calculate is well i think he's a good person and if the person is telling you he's a bad person, think about that person and what they must be like if they are selling this to you as the good guy is the bad guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. And yeah. So that's kind of the but I do like that she that Elena ends it with thanks for the girls night, like truly. And I think yeah. she genuinely was kind of like, I mean, this was a pleasant experience for me. So, thank yeah. you. Every, yeah. Yeah. G- genuinely. She's like, 
even when the, she's like, well, it's my first time in New York. Like I like yeah. it's business trip, but I can still fit in a little bit of fun. Um, two, two more things about this scene. I love what Yelena says, because I know it's going to come back in this episode, in the next episode. She says a person isn't defined by their title. They're defined by what they do. So that is going to come back obviously later because we don't see Yelena actually killing Clint, maybe wounding him critically so that he might not have the ability to carry on as Hawkeye anymore, but not killing him outright. I don't see that. Um, Maybe I'm wrong, but it it seems like a really, really big thing. Um, I I see them ultimately teaming up after she finds out the truth and trusts him and, uh, oh, you're an Avenger now. Um, But the last thing, uh, about this scene to the 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 do thing um oh god no i forgot the second thing okay we'll move on we'll just move on um, yeah so then yeah this didn't actually happen in this order but i just grouped all the yelena kate stuff together but mm. clint goes to grills and um basically he's all beaten up so he needs somewhere to go and he asks grills to look after the dog and girls realizes wait you're gonna stay in a hotel for christmas i i understand the idea but i'm like why would it be better for him to sleep on your couch than in a hotel <laughs> like he's like yeah. no sleep on my couch i was like all right sure and then he switches it up to bed my i appreciate that he's being nice my th- whole thing with this is like why is he so like ready to like put himself out for someone who is never i mean i guess he played along during the during the larping so i guess that's that's that i think he just wants to be close by proxy i mean it's hero worship oh, hero by day, proxy right? I, and but that's that has always been my issue with this mm. is that they've set him up as a firefighter that is a hero in, in its own right that is a Absolutely. hero in his own right that's as close as you're going to get to a real world world superhero and it feels like such a downgrade to then put uh, him up against yeah, they are real world superheroes. I will 100% say that. You're 100% right. It's a downgrade for him to take this position. It yeah, feels so is, weird from a writing a, standpoint. Because they're not showing him as a firefighter. They showed him as someone who stole stuff from his house while he was fire. Like, it's just, yep. it's such an unflattering portrayal, portrayal of mm-hmm. what we in the real world have as heroes. Like, yes. And I find it, yeah, I just, I'm, I, I'm having a hard time with it is, is what I yep. said. Like, and it doesn't matter that this, that he's not the way he is in the comics. Cause mm-hmm. based on how this episode goes, he may very well meet the same uh, fate as he does in the comics. It's just like mm-hmm. the comics work for me when he worked like this. Cause he was like, you don't, I mean, they might say what he does for a living, but it is kind of just like his thing is he just hangs out like that's gross. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, they've already said, I was like, no, this is a firefighter. He, he is cool in his own right. And I know later on they let Kate say that, but it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like they keep all of these first responders, cops and firefighters are just like so ready to like give up <laughs> their positioning to like help yeah. out this guy who's kind of like at best, like, all right, fine. I'll tolerate being around you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's not a good look on a lot of this i i absolutely agree with you for i mean it's 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 weird to show corruption in this light 
you know it's weird to show all that kind of stuff i'm not saying grills uh, grills is i'm, right, I'm yeah. saying that the, uh, the evidence tampering is 100 corruption right no matter how you cut it uh the thing with grills is i like the idea of like he just hangs out as a firefighter because i'm like yeah if there's no fires they just hang out and if there's a uh, and work out and like take care of themselves and all that kind of stuff but essentially yeah just hang out um because if there's a fire yeah you go for it but if there's no fire what are you gonna do you can't be blamed for anything um it's it it's It'd be interesting because i think uh, you're right again I i'm don't... not a firefighter but hmm. what i've seen of firefighters is yes there's hanging out but you're hanging out at the fire station there's still stuff to be done around the fire station yeah um, they're saying he's hanging out at home which is weird because i'm like and i get that you can have weird. time off like i i understand that but it's just we've yeah. only seen him on his time off i guess which yeah may work in terms of his schedule around christmas I, right I, again i'm just saying you kind of lose what he is in this portrayal. And I don't mean from the comics. I mean, what they've set up for him. Yeah. It's the writing for his character is very inconsistent here. It's uh, it, they didn't, they didn't think too hard about it. No. At all. Uh, well, that's that. And then. So basically, yeah, Clint, he says, Hey, do you want to see the new costumes? And Clint falls asleep. Uh, yeah. And not right now. Great. Uh, and then the next scene is Kate walking in on Jack being arrested and he doesn't seem that upset. He's kind of like, yeah, no, I would have done this too. Don't worry about it. Like, I'll be home mm-hmm. in time for your party. Mm-hmm. Of everything that people said it's staged, this felt the most staged to me. Yes, yeah, staged. This, this was staged. the most clearly staged thing for yes. me. Because of how uh, unnatural both Tony Dalton and Vera Farmiga performed what the, was going on in there. Well, I was just thinking about timing in the sense where it's like, hey, we had to prove this to kate so he's just standing there with the two cops that that is and, true and, as well yeah yeah and, and, and just like hey it, it, you know it's just like the idea of like because i at this point in time i i so see the mom character as being like oh, okay this is how we're gonna get our uh, get through our problems we're gonna lie about it so we're gonna fake the dad's death whether or not the dad's actually dead now i actually am starting to suspect the dad's actually dead and didn't like really do anything weird because of course there was still a funeral you assume there was a body that they buried i don't know within mm-hmm. a penthouse right so i'm like okay maybe the, the dad's actually dead and we're reading too much into that um <laughs> but in this situation where it's like okay oh crap my adult daughter knows about my fiance can't brush that under the rug because she could go to the cops so um let's let's get some actors from community college and uh no that cop in... is real that's the cop that called her the arresting like the oh that is a, that's a real cop okay well, that's no <laughs> it's, like it's sta- yeah. for me it's staged in the sense of as you said the timing of it but yes. that person who was taking jack away is very real he's from the comics but he also was earlier in the, sh- the season you'll mm-hmm. notice in the previously on it's always him being like hey are you available to come in right now he's in someone's pocket yeah, he could be in who... someone's pocket, but he's not an actor. Like, as in, yeah, he he's not... not a rando. Okay, yeah, fair enough. That is, he's not a hired character. actor and by them. Yeah, in the okay. comics, I'm assuming they use his name so that you know that he's not in someone's pocket. That's gotcha. my assumption, only because of his function in the comics. So, mm-hmm. giving him that name leads me to believe he's on the up and up. Yep, maybe the guy who is with him isn't, but he is. Yeah, uh, one of them is wrong. Good. I could definitely be wrong, but I just feel like that um 
giving him that name serves that purpose for someone who's read the comics. Yeah, I just don't see how he can't be crooked at this point because everything about that is staged. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is like the people doing the wrestling might think they're doing the right thing, but we've seen shows where it's like someone higher up is like, well, we're going to cut them loose. Right. We're going to process paperwork or oops, (laughs) we forgot to file the Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I don't know if he's crooked. It's okay. I see what you're saying. He might be acting on good faith and then he'll bump up Mm. against someone who's like, nah, we're not going through with this. Yeah, he might be going to the bar tonight being like, yeah, I did some mm-hmm. justice. I, I, I got a bad guy, and I'm, this beer's for you. And, and 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 no, you're part of a crooked criminal organization. Yes, boom. It um, is called <laughs> the police officers. Oh, uh, okay. So <laughs> next is Clint going to the Avengers Memorial to speak to Natasha. Mm-hmm. Just nice. Like what I took from it, I know he says a bunch of things, but what I took from it is him saying, I tried to earn what I see as the second chance that you gave me yeah. every day. I, I know he says a whole like, I wish it could have been me and it was all over a stupid orange rock. But I, I, what I liked, <laughs> what I liked about it was he, like hearing him talk about how like he obvious, yes, he, he hates that his friend died. He's beating himself up about that but he's also trying to move forward and not make it be in vain Mm -hmm. so it's two things it's like yes i'm sad about it but i also need to make the most i can't just sit around and mope about it yeah i need to make sure that i do right by natasha by using this second chance effectively and then i feel like he just goes ahead and undoes it when he's like so forgive me for what i'm about to do and he just puts on his hood and i'm like well, this feels like a manifesto moment. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just don't really know what his, what the point of that dialogue is, considering mm. what he ends up doing. I'm like, oh, yes. I, I, I wasn't. Sh- I wasn't clear on what he thought his plan was, or whether or not he pulled off his plan. I just know what happens next. So I was just like, I don't. I kind of put that part out of my mind because I was just like, I don't really get what is what he thinks is happening and i understand that he talks to his wife we can just say that scene now Mm -hmm. but he calls laura and he he's kind of like he basically tells her like look something bad's about to happen Mm -hmm. he's saying like kingpin is on might be on to us and she's like well (gasps) he's he's so far like we're so far away he's like no it's never far enough um Mm -hmm. and again and i it's another opportunity to show that laura gets what's going on because one she says well you obviously weren't calling for my permission and you know you don't need it and she says and just remember like no one else will ever understand more than i do like i I understand more than anyone else uh but again i'm like i don't know what he thinks he's doing because we'll get to what happens but i'm just like if that was it i don't understand what that whole dramatic thing was about It it didn't seem like that big of a like moment but uh anyway kate decides it's not over with clint she's Mm -hmm. she's had enough time to stew and she just starts leaving voicemails until his mailbox is full (laughs) and i like it as i said in last episode that's kind of how the comic the fraction run works is like they break up they come back together they break up they Mm -hmm. come back together obviously for six episodes i can see how they just come back together the one time Mm -hmm. um so even if it felt fast for some people, I it always does in the comics as well. 
it's yeah. always kind of just like well whatever like we just like each other so we're gonna be back together no matter mm-hmm. what we said before that made us part ways mm-hmm. um but yeah that's that and then clint sends his the tracksuit mafia message via arrow through the uh glass saying mm-hmm. hey uh get maya to come meet me i know it says it's just directly talking to maya but the uh, the point is get maya to come meet me she knows where mm-hmm. uh great and so i just i just find that that dialogue here is hilarious it's like we looked at like the royal tenon bombs yeah that was, an- <laughs> that was another yelena moment where he was just like yes I don't like, was this a serious question? Like, yes, yeah, we, we, yeah, we do look like, like the yeah. <laughs> Um Yeah, I like, I like their back and forth. That was cool. Um, so then we go to the showdown with Maya where mm-hmm. Clint takes out all the people that she set up for protection. Mm-hmm. I wasn't crazy about how they filmed it. Like, I get it. It's a Batman thing. I always like it. But mm-hmm. for some reason, the camera placement made it look cheaper than it should have. I agree. It wasn't uh, really in a position. It and was it's one the of same directors that killed it with the action in episode three. So I was kind of just like, mm, oh, whatever. I it's I wasn't going to get hung up on it, but I was kind of like, oh, this doesn't feel as cool as it should. Right. I, we are used as an audience. We're used to scenes like this. Right. It's it's funny because you're right. The espionage part of that, the 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 sneaking around aspect of it the stealth component that, that, that's that's the right word uh wasn't well well done but like the camera work going into the fight with maya fantastic like i really like that fight it was a fantastic fight because it's like okay you can tell he's toying with her and not trying to actually kill her but can this trying is why to convince i didn't her. understand that's why i don't like the fight because i'm like mm. what is being accomplished here i don't all we knew going into it is that he had to apologize to laura and that he apologized to Natasha for what he was about to do. And then, mm-hmm. as you said, he's just toying with her. And I'm like, what? What is happening? Like, what? Why is this happening? Like, usually right. the fights give us some new information, but this fight just confused me. So here's what I feel I, I took away from this fight in the sense where I believe, and this is me projecting, hear me out. I think that Hawkeye and Laura previously when they talked about the Ronin situation after they came back from the blip and, you know, reestablish a relationship. Here's what I did for the five years that I was gone. Cool. I don't understand any of that, but I'm going to keep it secret and we're never going to talk about it to anyone else. And we're never going to reveal your identity to protect the kids because evil people can come back to this. So I think what happened here is you have to trust me. I'm going to do something that I never thought I'd had to do, which is reveal himself as the Ronin and potentially not only just to Maya, but, but to potentially people around too. Mm-hmm. I know he took people out around, but I feel like that's what he's referencing when he's well, like, she can tell people because obviously he wasn't going to kill her, but this is why yes. it confuses me. It, you're absolutely you right. Do that, mm-hmm. And I, I understand that that's a beat from echo like storyline again that's not in the Mm -hmm. Matt fraction run but like Mm -hmm. that daredevil shows her his face um and it's like see like i would have been a kid i obviously didn't kill your your dad and the same function happens here where he's like i didn't well he doesn't say i didn't but he says you know that it's your boss that wanted your dad dead that's why Mm -hmm. that happened um well that's all we can see because he's saying stuff but uh we don't as the audience and maya presumably isn't catching everything but we see what maya catches which is your boss wanted your dad dead and he doubles down he's like that's right your boss uh but the big Mm -hmm. thing for me was that he was just like if you come after me 
or anybody comes after me, it'll be the last thing you do. But essentially, I'll kill you if you come after me. But I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. I, and I think you're right. The, the Ronin, it was that he was going to expose himself as Ronin. But I'm just saying, like, why would Natasha also need to get an apology for that? Like, that's the, it, the because the, because those two things were connected for me and maybe they're not that i was just like i don't get what mm-hmm. this is i i but get I the think sense right. i get the sense that uh hawkeye made a promise to natasha either on screen or non-verbally or the character did that ronin is going to die on vormir with you and i am going to come back and to well, what he ronin says had died to the before statue, they went to vormir yeah Yes, but to, to, to what he says to the statue, um, I try to live every life renewed and to what you gave me, what, what you, you know, offered me and all that kind of stuff, your sacrifice for mine. And that he's like, I'm sorry, but for one day I have to wear the Ronin suit again. And I'm never going to, I'm never going to, he accepted the fact that he's basically having to have to be Ronin, but just to the idea of like, I'm going to try to end this, try to tie up this knot and but at the same time, protect my family, which I understand. I understand uh, to, the protect I, the family I won't part. stay on it. To me, that only makes sense if he actually goes ahead and kills the people, because then he is being Ronan again for exactly. the purpose of this. But he doesn't. He basically plays it out like Hawkeye. So right. I'm just like, I don't really get... I understand what you're saying in mm-hmm. theory. I'm saying in practice, it doesn't feel well executed because... Oh, yes, I agree. I think, <laughs> I think him toying with her is a Hawkeye thing. Uh-huh. And so then it doesn't make sense to me that it's like oh, i gotta gotta put yeah. on the ronin thing because he's not acting like ronin while he yeah. has it on because ronin would just straight up kill ronin would have just killed them that's, yeah that, exactly that 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 to me was what i thought i thought the logical conclusion was is just like okay i thought he was going to go to the, the idea of i have to kill maya because she's never going to stop kazi had his chance she's still coming after me so uh he now know she like Maya now knows about my family, knows their names, knows this, knows this. So I got to wrap. I got to clean this up um, yeah. so that my family's safe. I, I get th- I get the sense that's where it was going. But he w- he chose to not kill because he he did say to Kazi, I don't want any more death. And I, I do sincerely believe he means that when he said that. Yeah, right? I, I guess what I'm saying is what I've been saying the whole time is that mm-hmm. the Ronan stuff always felt done. And in this. Yes theme really proves that it was already done so it doesn't feel as potent to me as maybe other mm-hmm. people because i'm like yeah he's obviously put it behind him because he didn't slip back into something mm-hmm. he didn't like it's just it's over but i mean that must be how ashamed of it he he wholeheartedly is the idea that he even has to wear it again or even like has to open up that can of worms again it's just i i think he's just i agree with you it's not well done i just think he's making being very extra about it but i i understand why the the weight of what he's carrying around with natasha killed me i this is my promise to her and all this kind of stuff and i have to break this promise in order to do this um i i get i get it um if he's Good. processing I, it that way we I get move it. on because yeah. uh, already... it's not <laughs> well done because i yeah. i think you're obviously right that it's got to be that There's, i don't mm-hmm. see any other logical thing I don't think it works well. It also kind of contradicts itself, but mm-hmm. I think you're right. Um, I think that's what they're that. going for. I agree with you. Not well done, though. Um, so, yeah, basically, Maya does get the drop on Clint at a certain point. 
yep. she's gonna kill him but kate knocks the, with an arrow knocks the weapon out of her hand mm-hmm. and so she i don't like does she run away or something like i can't remember what happens from there other than kate and clint take an uber away from the scene yeah it's like that's like, your getaway plan yeah <laughs> and, and again i was just like yeah why like why wouldn't it be she's in an avocar yeah there's there's nothing they've already else. been seen taking cabs together like it's not like it was like oh well this is too public mm-hmm. um but yeah yeah that's how they get away um so then maya meets with kazi uh i mean for me it's a bit late in the game for this idea but i yep. guess again if you're going on comic book knowledge it makes sense that she needs to be weary of someone that she thought was close to her Uh, Mm -hmm. so now she's decided as you alluded to earlier that she's she's obviously gotten in her head that Kazi might have something to do with this because he didn't show up to the meeting Mm -hmm. where her dad got killed Mm -hmm. I I don't know if we knew this already but it's if we did it's it's restated that he's he was Williams number two. So it really doesn't make sense to her because especially since he was in town that he wouldn't have been at that meeting as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did catch fragments of something of an informant going on within mm-hmm. the ranks. So maybe she thinks he's the informant. I don't know, but mm-hmm. uh, that to me with one, only one episode left and the show not really being about echo feels Oh, it's on, or that it could have been messy. done sooner yeah like, yeah i i i get i when i saw that i was like i guess we'll explore that in the season of echo yeah we could yeah we, i mean we know she has a show yeah because to me i'm like it it's a good launching point for a show and it doesn't distract away from the finale but it you're right it leaves it very open-ended but to the point of what the mcu is trying to achieve i don't think open-ended is going to be something that we are concerned with for too long they're very good at closing up these ends. Either no, one way I agree or with that. I'm yep. saying in terms of this, is what I've been saying all the time, like I can enjoy a show. I don't have to be like, it doesn't have to be perfect. It's right. just <laughs> when we're talking about like other shows that we've already liked, I can't help but be like, this to me is kind of like a flaw in the writing that <clears throat> I didn't see as prevalent in the other shows that people seem to think aren't as good. Yeah, I feel like the standards got lowered for this one for sure. I agree with that. Um, but yeah, potentially this is the what we explore in the season of Echo. Yeah. Um, and and whether or not now Echo is tied to the king, uh, to something else. Uh, Kingpin, you can say yeah. Kingpin. People, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. You said it already. Have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> If they I'm haven't so already watched people, the episode, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm like, sure YouTube or Instagram spoiled it. But yeah, Kingpin official. I mean, Yay. Well, I mean, um, I feel like it was a f- not actor wise, but I think it was official that it was Kingpin when we saw the uncle touching her, her cheek in episode three. There's a lot of plausible deniability and a lot of misdirect in Marvel nowadays. So I, that could have been a whole lot of nothing. Just like my aerospace friend engineer, which is literally just an aerospace and friend engineer. It's just, that's a lot of hoopla. But I, again, that's, we were feeding yeah. into that more than anything else. Uh, yeah, and I feel I like say, that's different because yeah. you didn't see the character. People just decided what it must mean versus true. seeing, we don't see the character's face, but the character was on screen. True, true, true. And had a presence. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. So Yelena tracks down the person who hired her, which confirmed is Eleanor, which mm-hmm. I feel like people put together last episode, which good. Glad that they followed through on that thread mm-hmm. and sends a pick 
to Kate of Eleanor and Kingpin together. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, I, I I like that she showed her respect of being like, I just, I feel like you should know. Like, I found out who hired me. It's Eleanor Bishop, and you deserve to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, who's that in the picture with my mom? And Jeremy Renner. Clint's like, well, that's who I was worried about. That's Kingpin. And the big guy to credit kingpin with I no still, post credit scene the first i the first time i watched it i was like oh for sure that's been sitting off here and then the second time i was like i don't know if that i mean <laughs> i think obviously it will be but i mm-hmm. the person in that picture did look different enough for me to be like i mean that could they could just go with someone else based on that blurry picture but mm. you know, i think i think it's quite clearly going to be vincent d'onofrio yeah um, it's as, it's I think it's very clear based on the buildup, the reveal, all this kind of stuff that, and the, the signatures that are tied to Vincent DeFarnio, like the laugh, the, the chuckle, like a, a lot of people like say that part, um, you know, I, I'm not too familiar with his laugh, but you know, it's, it's confirmed now in the, the photo, like it's blurred enough for me to be like, yeah, okay. That's, that's Vincent DeFarnio from a faraway spy shot. Um, so it works for me. Uh, and the only other thing I p- put down, I don't know if they did this before, but at the end of the credits or the animated credits, it's the Kingpin silhouette over yes. Kate and mm-hmm. Clint, which I found mm-hmm. interesting. But yeah, that's uh, that's episode five. It's episode five. So you said you had something to say near the end. Yeah. Um, this is tricky for me because it's like, we're led to believe that Val offered the job to Yelena to kill Clint. Mm-hmm. But now we understand that it's actually the mother who orders the hit through Kingpin to do the thing. So I don't understand how Val's involved in this. Or are we saying like, like what's going on here? Like is Val the, the agent or like is Kingpin working with Val? Like, I, like that, I guess is implied that Val's like, working with evil people too uh, or like criminals or whatever. But like the thing to me is like, so what the, what the, what Uh, I don't, I don't know that it's for certain that Kingpin did. I've, my feeling was that Eleanor called Val directly and that, uh, and that what, what Kate, Kate, what Yelena was showing Kate was just like, Hey, I tracked it down and here's your mom. And, yeah kingpin's in the picture but i got the sense that if kingpin already knew enough to be like hey let's get someone to kill clint it it would kind of undercut all this dread that clint already has of like we we just can't be seen by like i don't want to bring the big guy out i don't want like if, but if before this season even started the big guy was already on to him it feels like mm-hmm. or i guess they're showing it wasn't before the season started but like it just feels like, well, I mean, he already knows. He's already on to you. It, it mm-hmm. feels less dramatic. It feels like it's less tension then, because mm. it's like we or we've already seen the long and like the long and short of what Kingpin was willing to do mm-hmm. about it. So that's why for me it makes more sense if it was just like Eleanor reaching out to Val. I'm not saying you're wrong. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, like that would be weird if it was she got Kingpin to ask Val to ask Yelena to kill <laughs> him only because. Yeah that's it, it feels like well then why would you ever care about 
kingpin if like exactly like exactly he's gonna be doing that so i thought it was more uh and they didn't really have time to work on it but like that was just their way of being like hey your mama hired the hit and also clint's now gonna confirm that like your mom Mm -hmm. hangs out with bad guys yeah um i i mean like i maybe i need to rewatch that dialogue and that scene again because i watched it like at noon um but i i vaguely remember like elena being like i now know who the person like your mom put the hit out like in all this guys but then i i was just like the, the immediate thing i'm like she said your mom hired me that your mom that hired me like, yeah she doesn't say that she says i now know who hired me eleanor yeah. bishop and then val delivers the thing and all this kind of stuff so you're just like who actually hires this is a bit messy to me uh, and 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 this is one of the the lesser lower standards of writing to me from a marvel standpoint um that i've come to expect from these these things but yeah that was to me very very disappointing to be like okay someone else has got to question this right there's got to be theories about this about why this exists maybe there's a criminal organization that's the the you know, like they have this meeting thing, you know, or whatever. And Val's a part of it. And so is Kingpin and all this kind of stuff. And now it, it muddies up the water of like, okay, well, why did Hawkeye go to New York for a vacation? If he's so afraid of Kingpin, <laughs> why? You know, It's so weird. Oh, that makes sense to me because he's not thinking about that until he's already there and Ronan shows up. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. He, he did convincingly think that he was, you know, left the Ronin thing behind, but now mm-hmm. the the Rolex thing. Where's that leading? Look, I if I never hear Rolex again, that'll be too soon. I do not care about that storyline. I want everyone to stop talking about it. I don't <laughs> care. Like this show, it's what I thought. Like I don't. It doesn't feel like it's anything to me. I don't know how it ties into the greater themes of the show. It's just a thing people are talking about, and I don't mean audience i mean the people in this show keep talking about it and i'm like I don't if you're not gonna like i can't uh, like there's too many mystery boxes at that point like i don't care mm-hmm. to unpack rolex yeah yeah i don't entirely believe that we're gonna have a satisfying conclusion to that if we didn't have one at this episode uh yeah sure um, i mean you could i don't know i just know i don't care yeah yeah whatever it is what it is yeah. but going into the finale yeah. um so i guess i should say after this episode hopefully if everything goes right we are doing uh spider-man no way home on monday like we will have that episode up on monday yeah we are excited to review it and we will be in your ears monday for that but Excellent. this episode very very soon mm-hmm well, you're already listening to this this episode. That's how yeah. soon it is. Yeah, that's how soon it's happening. It's happening <laughs> right um, well, thank you very much for everybody for listening. Uh, you know, we're part of the That Shelf Podcast Network mm-hmm. with other great shows like Bad Gay Movies, Black Hole Films, Changing Reels, Composers, just a whole bunch of great place uh, shows. So head on over to thatshelf.com. Uh, if you want to hear older episodes of our show, go to tdfeverything.com slash spoiled rotten. Our email is spoiledpodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at TDF spoiled. Uh, we are on all sorts of podcast places. So Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio mm-hmm. Public. Y- you name it, we're probably there. And if we're not there, as I always say, please hit us up on email or Twitter and let us know. 
where mm-hmm. we need to be so we can put ourselves there. And if we're already where you like us, then rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends. Mm-hmm. And just get in touch with us anyway, even if you, it's not podcast related uh, or where you listen to us related. Just mm-hmm. uh, what do you think of Hawkeye? What do you think of the Disney Plus shows in general so far? We'd love to hear it. Uh, yeah, reach out. Mm-hmm. I believe that's everything. Goodbye. That's it. Cheers. This has been a TDF Everything production, bruh.